0: Hi there podcast listeners, this is Ann Angela Webb, the Animal Intuitive. Uh, So this is a little scary peek into my brain. I had posted something earlier this week about a Halloween photo contest and that then made me think that I had posted the um, podcast this week. So I realized today that I hadn't. So I'm going to be, you know, I'm recording this on Friday and I'm going to go ahead and post tomorrow, which is Saturday, which is several days after I normally post. I apologize for that. I also did want to mention if you are hearing this prior to Halloween, uh, we still have voting so you can still take part in potentially winning a free animal communication consultation with me by going and voting for your favorite costume to you should go to my YouTube channel and I have that description below and that is the animal intuitive channel on YouTube but sometimes if you search it'll send you to other places I don't know why so the link is down there and you can go there and that's also my website intuitivetouchanimalcare.com that'll take you there too but if you'd like to take part and potentially win that session, you can just vote for your favorite doggy costume and doggy and you do have to be subscribed to my YouTube channel in order to win. So I hope that you'll do that. The channel is growing and you get to see the visuals, especially when I'm doing you know, massage demonstrations and acupressure, things like that. It's nice to be able to see them. So I appreciate, though, you listening still. That's wonderful that you're here, and I love that you're, you're here listening. I know sometimes that's easier. So thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy this episode late as it is. Happy Halloween, and be safe. And keep your kitties inside. Yeah, Kay, my German Shepherd, wanted me to just remind you of that during the Halloween weekend and even the week after. If you love animals and you spent any time around them, which I assume you have since you're watching this show, I can guarantee you that you have communicated with them. Find out more in this episode of the Animal Intuitive Show. Hi there, I'm Ann Angela Webb, otherwise known as the Animal Intuitive, and this is the Animal Intuitive Show. And on this show, on Furry Thursdays, I do communicate with people's animals if they would like. So if anybody joins us or, or has joined us and would like me to communicate with their pets, uh, just let me know in the comments and I will talk to you more about communication with pets and how I know that you've talked to them. So welcome to everyone that's here tonight. Um, so we'll just start off with, with our topic And then we'll move into animal communication if there is anyone here that wants me to communicate with their pets. So just to kind of go back to basics, um, animal communication is understanding what an animal is thinking and what an animal is feeling, and also having the ability to convey to an animal what a person is thinking or feeling. So there's different ways that you can do that. You can do that by hearing which is more like um, having a thought in your head, but that's coming from an animal. So it's not like hearing a voice from outside of you, like the whole Dr. Doolittle thing. It isn't like that. Or it can be something where you see something in your mind's eye, like a visual, like an image or like a movie, and it will have a feeling attached to it. Also, you might even get sensations in your body. So, for instance, if I'm working with an animal and they have a hurt paw, I might pick up on the hurt paw. And thank you so much for your likes. I appreciate those. And by the way, if you do get anything out of this show, I really do appreciate your likes. And also, in order for you to uh, get notified about future episodes, you do want to hit the notification bell and subscribe to the show and that also does really help the show. We are so close to a thousand and I really do appreciate everyone who has subscribed to the show. I'm really close to a thousand, which is really important and um, I appreciate anyone subscribing that would like to, to get us there. So that's how it gets there. So, (laughs) and liking it. So, um, and sharing it anywhere that you might be in social media. So, back to our topic. So you might feel something in your body. So for instance, um, I was working with an animal this week who uh, was having some digestive issues. And I was feeling that in literally feeling uh, upset in my stomach. And that's how I picked up on their digestive issues. You might also get scent. So for instance, for instance, if an animal doesn't like The smell of their their litter box. And that's why a cat might be urinating outside of the litter box. That can be a way that you get information. Sometimes not so pleasant, but that can be a way that you get information. Um, So the other way is just a knowing, which is just you just kind of know. You know that you know that you know what the animal is experiencing, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Um, So with animal communication, a lot of people do not realize that they have been doing animal communication all their lives. I didn't call it anything until I went to a course on animal communication where it was actually given a name. And I found out, oh, that, you know, when when I was invited, I realized what it was when it was given like a definition. I said, well, I, I've been doing that all my life. It just never occurred to me that I was doing it, um, sort of like breathing. So how do I know that if you love animals, which you probably do if you're here, if you're spending time here and watching this show, um, you probably have spent time with animals and have a major interest in them. Probably you love them. You probably had pets or have pets. So that means that you've communicated with them. The reason for that is that animals communicate telepathically. That's naturally how they communicate, which is what I'm talking about. It's when you pick up something from another being, which is, you know, just not spoken word. So it can be even with a person. It could be somebody in your life, like a a family member, where you just know that maybe something's wrong. Or you sense that something, and they're not even maybe even in the room with you. But before you even pick up the phone, you know that they're going to be calling you. That's telepathic communication. We're just doing it intentionally, or I'm doing it intentionally, when I communicate with animals. So this is the way that animals communicate with each other. And so when they're in our homes and amongst us, they are picking up on what we're thinking and what we're feeling all the time. So... When I have clients and I'm talking to them about their pets, a lot of times I will hear what the person's saying to me and I will ask the animal, oh, hi, thank you so much for joining. We have um, someone from Australia here tonight, See Dave, he's from the channel Seeking the Truth with Dave, and he and uh, his uh, cohort, the Red X Files, are doing some amazing work over there if you watch this channel at all, you know I love true crime. That's kind of my hobby, and that's um, something he does extremely well. So you might want to check out Seek- Seeking the Truth with Dave. Um, so thank you for being here, Dave, and thank you for sharing. I really appreciate that. So when I teach I and when I talk to people in, in uh, animal communication consultations, I will say to the animal, did you hear what your person just said? So I, a lot of times, already find that the animal understood what the person, like, asked me or wanted me to tell them. So a person um, this week, actually I had a couple of people this week who I said that to, and they were kind of new to what I do, and I said, um, okay, let me just see if the animal, if if your pet, um, you know, by name, of course, but if they heard that, and they were like, what? And I said, "Well, well... They're understanding and picking up what you're feeling and what you're thinking all the time. So, if I'm in a consultation with you and I repeat to them what you just said to them, it's kind of redundant. It doesn't really make sense. It makes more sense for me to say to them, Did you get that? and check in with them and get their response. And by their response, I know whether they understood it or not. So, if that makes sense. So, can you imagine like you're in a conversation and you're asking someone, You know, someone just asked a question, then you you ask the question again. It's kind of silly. It's the same thing with animals. So I know from that that animals are often telling me right in the moment that they already know what the person's thinking, what the person's feeling, what's going on in their home. They have been picking up stuff that's been going on all week for the past month, for the past year. They know that the family's about to move. They know that, uh, you know, that they've got a new, they've got some big change going on in their lives, that people are going back to work. That's the one that's coming up a lot lately with people going back to work with the whole like, pandemic thing. Um, so they really know what's going on in our lives. On top of that, I have never had a student I always, in the beginning of my classes, go through some steps to find out if people, not to find out, but to help people realize and remember when they've communicated with animals in the past. So I help them to get in touch with that memory. And I've never had a student n- not be able to recollect a time when they have communicated with, a, with an animal. It's just that they didn't, really understand what they were doing and didn't call it that. And I would almost say it's like you're not giving credit because it's like, it's not something that's talked about normally. It's not something that we grow up with normally. Um, so it isn't something that you're just, you're not aware of what you're doing. So you think, well, someone else is doing this, but I can't do it. It's like the special thing. But you don't realize that it's something that you've been doing. So I would encourage everybody. So we've got a little bit of a gnat a in here. Um, everybody who's watching this to really, um, you know, sit back and think about a time, you know, maybe after this show, you could do it now too, but um, think about a time when you've really connected with an animal. And it wouldn't even have to be your pet, it could be someone else's or it could be even an animal at a zoo at some point or an animal in nature and you just knew that there was this, this connection. There might be something the animal did, like a behavior that confirmed for you that they were picking up on what you were doing and don't discount it because that's what happens. People discount what's happened. But in reality, if you really look at the situation, oftentimes there's, there's no other way to explain it it's just people think they should explain it away. So an example would be somebody who tells me that, well, okay. Um, the other day I was, I'm thinking about a student who had a situation with a pet or not a pet, an animal that they found who was injured and didn't know who it belonged to, but the animal was, something was wrong with it. They could tell that it was like limping. So They were trying to help the animal, and the animal was afraid of them. So they were trying to get the – it was a dog, I'm sorry – to come to them, and they managed to get the dog in the car. But the way that they did that was it got to the point where they couldn't – they knew they couldn't, like, lure it. It wasn't – it was too afraid, and it wasn't going to just come to them by saying, you know, come here, puppy, come here, come here, come here. They they realized that they had to, like, sit down and – communicate, but they, they didn't know what they were doing. They were, they were trying to reach the dog, but in reality, they were actually telepathically communicating that they were not going to hurt the dog and that they wanted to help the dog. But it took them sitting still and sending that information to the dog for the dog to finally decide that it was going to let them help him and to get in their car and let them take him for help to get to a vet. So it's like people will do these things, and they'll have a result happen, but they'll think that, oh, well, it must just be, you know, he decided, you know, finally to just get in my car. Well, he wouldn't get in your car before, and then you sat there, and you intentionally, at that point, let the dog know that you wanted to help the dog and you didn't want to hurt it and you, you know, you just wanted the best for it. And at that point, the dog got in your car. So don't discount those things. Look back and think about things like that. And it can just be even things around your home, like just knowing that your animal needs to go outside, but they just went out, you know, two hours ago and it's not normal for them to have to necessarily go out again. But all of a sudden you're like, looking at your dog and you're like, Oh, I need to take them out. And it's just like that. And sure enough, they need to go outside. That's just a little bit of an example, but there, there are things like that where we just know even something health-wise might be wrong with our pets, but there's no indication necessarily. You're just sensing something. So my suggestion is to think about that. You may have to you know sit down and really maybe do like a little bit of a meditation and get grounded first to go into that um in your past and think about it but it's worth it because once you get past thinking that this is something that other people do um and that you know you can't do it or that other people don't do and you're really not sure that it's real Uh, If you can imagine, you know, coming up with a time where you remember that you did it, it can really help you to get over those barriers in thinking. And then the doors that that opens, it's incredible. Once you start communicating with animals and realizing that you can convey information to them and understand what they're really wanting and what they're thinking, your relationship just deepens with them. Even your own pets, it just changes. So I'm wondering if anybody has any questions. I'm not sure that we have anybody here tonight who actually wants me to communicate with their pets. Uh, I don't have anybody jumping in and saying that, but if we have any questions, I can certainly answer them. And I also did want to mention I do have a course starting Tuesday, um, if anybody's interested, please just reach out to me at Anne with an E at com or go to my website. There's a link right on the first page of my website, com, that'll take you to the page that has detailed information about the course. And I also do private classes on an ongoing basis. All right, well, I don't see anybody asking specifically for me to talk with their pet. So this might just be a short night, and, you know, that's fine. We've been doing some long ones lately. And I would love to hear from you if you are still on and you're interested in a certain kind of show. Please let me know, I, uh, you know, if you like interviews, and if you know of anybody who you think would be a good person to interview, or there's a certain topic that you want on here, or, you know, anything along those lines. I'm, I'm open to that. Um, and also, if you're with a foster or adoption agency for animals, please uh, let me know if you'd like to have your your organization featured on the show, and, you know, we can definitely talk about that and potentially have me also talk to animal animals there and feature them for adoption. So I would be happy to do that. So uh, in the description also, you'll have information for how to reach me, so... I want to thank everybody who's been here tonight and, you know, I hope you all have a good rest of the evening. Thank you so much. God bless.